Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is Christopher Gudaka. Christopher is elected official in the Sports Commission of the city of Cologne in Germany. He is a campaign trainer and he is running for the co-presidency of Volt Europa, the Pan-European Party. Previously, he co-founded the chapter of the Cologne team of Volt and he has paused his professional career to now run for office for the co-presidency. He has moved from sports to politics. He previously worked for the German Ice Hockey League. And in our conversation, we talk about that shift from a professional career outside of politics into the political arena. We talk about decision-making, about motivations, about habits, about different perspectives on politics, and why, in particular, Christopher decided to join politics. I hope you enjoy. Chris. I vividly remember, we seem to have a common journey in Vault, and I still remember five years ago, we were sitting around a table and we were creating a local team of the Pan-European Party Vault Europa. Now, five years is a long time. A lot has happened. It would be interesting to hear a little bit from you what has happened for you, how how have you grown from your experience? Um But before we go there, perhaps let's start with what's currently up for you. You are running as a co-president of Volt Europa. How is it that you made that decision? How come you want to run as president for uh, Volt Europa? Thank you for asking. There is a lot of, it's a similar reason as I initially started being politically active in, in politics, actually. Like I see an urgency in politics that we, we want to contribute to a change that, is, that needs to happen. And I was very happy to find Vault five and a half years ago to see also that change is possible when you come together, that, that there is a party with a progressive social liberal approach, with an approach that thinks across borders and empowers people and wants to do politics really different. And Since I joined the movement, I always looked where can I contribute most with the skills that I can offer. And that developed over the over the last years, surely. And now at this moment somehow, and the decision to do this is and to run for co-president is because I think leadership will be crucial, or is always crucial, but we have our most important campaign yet ahead. We have a lot of challenges where guidance and a 
good leadership and value-based leadership is of utmost importance. So I'm very happy to see many great candidates, actually. And I think I bring into professional experience and also vault experience that is quite comprehensive, that is beneficial for this position. And another thing on the journey to this decision, and that's for the quite nice, we will come sometimes to Berlin, this, this podcast, I think. <laughs> but the final decision, like last year was one of the lead candidates in North Rhine Westphalia. And it was such a pleasure with a great team and representing the movement. And I knew afterwards, like also having discussions with society and politicians also on panel discussions. And realized also yet needs another perspectives on the political field. And I want to bring this in. And I didn't know how, what will be the next step? Is it again a candidate? Do I want to be in parliament? And in Berlin, we had this great initiative, Team Europa, where I was allowed to be or honored to be part of the assessment committee to empower people somehow and select people to get more empowered to underrepresented in um, politics and seeing how much great people are around around there who belong to politics i came to the conclusion that for me it's at the moment more important to give the environment that people can grow and shine rather than be by myself the one who's in front uh, and in a parliament. So I rather want to help us in developing further our movement and organization that uh, we can yeah, show the best of ourselves. So this is a decision now, and you've um, had these different roles in the past where you had the, the organizational leadership, very small, very like medium, big, but then also the political Uh, role of running for for office and they're probably different and we can go into that perhaps taking the step back again to your decision to run for co-president sometimes we're not making this decision very consciously right sometimes it's just like yes that's the next step um I'm wondering if this was a thing that you made consciously at all like the kind of questions that you asked yourself, And one I heard already was how, you know, what are the skills that I can contribute to the cause in the best way possible? Anything else? Say a bit more about that. I think, I think a good question was there, like generally I do such decisions mostly very consciously. Like I started thinking about this since more than, since one and a half year. I actually thought first time about it a couple of years ago, but I was super convinced of Renier being a great president. So I thought, That's uh, good when he does. And he actually also asked me this nice question, a nice question as I wasn't decided so far. What is it what you still have to think about? What is it what you still have to think about? And I think looking back, it was really then the combination of the initial unconscious decision making, like having the basement of all conscious thoughts and everything pros and cons and so far and still having to think, okay, what is now in which direction I'm more, how to say my mind and my heart wants to be more right now and, and things I can contribute more in a better way. And this, let's say, unconscious, this final decision, this happened somehow in this Berlin trip, let's say. So it was a mixed set, I would say. And I think the question is also always, can I do it? Is this the most, is this the best contribution? What will be the concepts? What will be the struggles and so on? Where do I have to, I think that's also a thing, always doing such decisions, 
what do I have to still learn on the way there? And you know, also I ask you about okay, which which books can you recommend me in this of this part where I think I have still, I have some gaps and seeing also if I'm able to get the knowledge I thought I still need before getting elected was also a part. And then realizing okay, yes, I'm I'm capable of yeah. was was also part. Yeah. Hey, and the, the two things I'm hearing, one is asking yourself these questions, but then you're also asking other people questions. You have these conversations and that helps also get that that input from the, the, the Rainier, who is the current co-president, for example, but possibly many, many more people. It's definitely like you reflect with many people. I think that's either how, as you said, also when it comes to seeing what was the what was the path to here i think reflection is always a very important thing it's like i said this somehow from a self perspective my thoughts but surely these thoughts come up in discussions these thoughts are com coming up and uh, these reflections come up in many different discussions and seeing also reactions also empowers you see okay yeah other people think also i'm a good fit so uh, let's do it and give the members also the possibility because as i said it's it's I think I'm a I'm I'm a perfect fit for the position. However, I see also many great, talented, and really very great fits also among the candidates. So it's it's very great to see that it's from my perspective not so much about who's best. It's more about who's best according to what fits the best for the members and what what style you you take in to account somehow for this position. And as you described somehow with organizational and political role, and I think this is kind of a mixed role from my perspective. So having the experience of both sides, let's say, is a good one. Mm. Okay. Let's let's go back a uh, time capsule five years ago, right? You start out at Vault. Uh, somehow you go from a quote-unquote normal job to still having a normal job. <laughs> but more and more being involved in politics and this only increases year after year what was that shift like of coming from that background to being in politics all of a sudden inefficient for all like i would say some years ago like during university somehow i had this i had an internship and also in a semester break i was doing my old job as medical aid service first aid medical and I realized there I need in my life always something to give back. Like I need always, like I feel better and I perform better in everything I do when I have a part in my life where it's about doing something for others. And I think as I started somehow, I was also working quite a lot for the German Ice Hockey League, also doing my master's at the same time, and then finding Vol. And in the beginning, also often I had kind of bad conscience towards my work because I did not have, like sometimes didn't have, I thought I don't have the mind somehow because I'm doing too much politics at the, at the side and so on, or being more tired once in a while because you overwork so much at the end or like, but then I realized more and more that it is also beneficial for everybody because due to vault and due to this political side, I'm also developing myself a lot from which my work is benefiting and also, I think it is always nice to have some diversity in your life. So you don't do like, as I started, for example, like I was um, supervising a lot of events and we were doing regulations at the, at the office and trying to somehow gu do guidelines that events can be done, uh, like be in a fair way, uh, in a professional way that um, increases the quality and still and be supportive for everybody somehow, but not actualizing own events somehow. 
as I started, I was doing events, what gave a quite nice combination to my work. So what made also my work more fulfilling at the end of the day. And so I think it's always to see in this kind of interconnection somehow, because it is this connection makes it also so, yeah, makes you grow even more and makes it also beneficial. At the same time, the pensum I did somehow back then, you can't do for a long time. Like I remember like as we met, like <laughs> as we two met each other in Sofia after the European elections, we almost haven't recognized each other because we didn't have the, what do we call it in English, the, the deep circles around the eyes anymore. Yeah. And that's unhealthy and not sustainable and not good. So I think the last years I also took some steps back in the professional career somehow to contribute even more and more on a voluntary base. That's surely just was just possible that because I'm also privileged in regards to my jobs and job opportunities somehow. So I think it's also important that we create chances chances for many people to have this interconnectivity somehow and also having a balance between not just vault and work, but maybe vault life and work uh, <laughs> that is con that is beneficial for all sides somehow. And um, that's hard and it's also individualized approaches often. Uh, but I think it's our task. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a, it's not an, definitely not an either or. In reality, for many people, it wasn't for you. An either or between work or politics. It's a combination of it, at least at the beginning. And then you make adjustments. Mm. What were adjustments that you needed to make in the last five years? The, the, uh, I often, you know, and and you know from me that I have never run for office like political office but been involved in politics in a broader sense but i can imagine that stepping into the arena perhaps running for office in uh, 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 cologne or your region there were some hurdles there were some challenges um, any hurdles there that you realized i you know this is how they came up and this is how i over overcame them in the decision or in the running itself Perhaps both, uh, either or. Yeah, I think in the <clears throat> like maybe in the running itself, like for me, I decided back then I did take a big step back from work somehow because I wanted to like I was so passionate about world and politics and wanted to make a change and thought okay when I do this I want to do it for this amount of time also for running also full time so I was not working at the time to see also how it is how much you can contribute when you do it full time but it was a great experience so the hurdle biggest hurdle was to save money to be able to do this so somehow what just again that for for such actions it's not possible for everybody and that's the sad thing so we need also more promotion in this regards i think when it comes to hurdles in general it's often or it was somehow for me the hurdle also in the beginning to become politically active is knowing that you can make a change on the one hand side and knowing that there's a possibility to make a change and to contribute so for example seeing in this team europa assessment process for example i wrote a lot of um, motivational letters where i thought you can come also would be great if you come also just like without this program to meet and greet and you can contribute. Like I realized that many people who, who apply, for example, have the feeling that there is such a huge hurdle to be active and involved in politics. 
mm. candidate and everything, that's higher than it is actually. It is still too high. It is still way too high. But like having the support and, and this guidance on how you can do something. And then we come back to Berlin when I first met Walt. And then after the meeting, we talked and you said, here, there is one guy in Cologne. Do you want to support him in the co in the co-foundation of the team of Cologne? And I said, yeah, let's go. And But as you connected us, there was also already this, there is someone else as well. And there is someone to support with and to be a team and to to do this together. And the other thing also from you is I remember that as you said somehow, ah yeah, you want to do now a lot. And I said, Yeah, first need to read all our program to see if everything fits. And you said, Yeah, but if something there is you don't like, you can be part of the change. Like we it's being in a party means also contributing to how it will be developed. And this somehow made pretty much a click in my mind. And I think this in, in the way of like self self-impact you can have also as one person and lowering this hurdle and this knowledge somehow and also lowering the, the hurdle of becoming active is is very important yeah and and it is really is a thing of how you how you think about it right and how you think about the the world and the world of politics and also about yourself being able to do something about whatever concerns you yes definitely the year before joining Walter I'm started going to, to demonstrations and then seeing that there is so many people who want to stand up and want to be part of a change and be together more it was also great to see and empowering and mm -hmm. i think this is yeah in general what comes everything a bit together also in this making decisions and what is the next step somehow it's always about i think mostly it is about talking to each other and somehow learning from each other and growing together and getting different perspectives and knowing you are not alone no matter where you are. Yeah, I mean, this makes me think of so many things. And one big thing is the whole conception that we have of politics, right? It's not that it's just, you know, running for office, not just stepping into the arena. It's like whatever we do, when you get together with that person in Cologne, like shout out to Mark, that, that's where it starts. Yeah, definitely, that's where it starts. And also, and I think also the possibilities of contributing Because I think often the hurdle is also that many think just about, you hear so, I heard so many times the last year, it's like, yeah, I would like to come somehow, but I don't know so much about politics. And, but it's not important to know, depending on what you do, it's just not important to know a lot about politics to be politically active. Like there are so many things beyond program writing. Like if you stand behind the values, you can support with, with communication, with events and so on. And that doesn't count for world or political parties. That counts for many social and environmental organizations who contribute to a change somehow and knowing that you don't have to be a content expert and still be able to contribute is i think also an important thing that can empower yeah perhaps even more in demand because not many people come to politics in the widest sense and saying hey i've got the skill which has nothing to do with policy and i want to contribute so Yeah, if you're not the policy exactly. expert, even more so in demand, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And also from a perspective that, you know, we don't want just input, like, let's say, I, we don't want just input from only experts. Like when someone doesn't know about much about politics, I want a person's opinion on a specific policy, maybe, or a solution or, or a thought of 
how we can conquer climate change or how we can make a city more uh, climate resilient, for example. And you don't need to be an expert to, to contribute also to ideas somehow and also to support. That's why I love also panel discussions so much. It's because you get a reflection. If you'd only talk with yourself and only in your with your party members and your colleagues and so on, surely not everybody's one opinion, but somehow you have a similar per perception of how the world looks like. And so it's even more important to get out of the own bubble somehow to reflect yourself and think, okay, yeah, that also how you can see it actually. Yeah. That's actually something we, we did at the very beginning, also in Cologne, right? When we go got out onto the, onto the street and did the listening tour. So this was very random, right? Really literally going out on the street and talking to strangers about what they think about certain topics. Yeah, and you get a very different perspective sometimes. Yeah, it was super nice. Like it's it was super I think it was super interesting to have these conversations and this teaming up together and going on the streets and just talking with people and getting their opinion. I mean, it's called. What's the concept from you actually listening to us? That sounds no, like a Daniel no, Matteo concept. Like the no, con no. the concept in general, not. I know that's a that's a bigger one, but to implement it, I mean, like to use it also for us. Um, also, no, I would like to take credit for it. No, but it was something that I loved as an idea that I think the founders put into vault, and then, yeah, we did more of that. Chris, just look looking back. Uh, this is a big question, so feel free to take it any way you want. How have you changed in the last five years because of your involvement in politics? Cost. like how much a lot like i mean we all change in our whole life like in many in many cases we all grow like it's five and a half years ago like i think between 29 and 20 35 everybody changes i think it's important also to keep some some things always and haven't don't not change i think what how i changed the most is more I created more patience, like I was always a quite patient person, but also more patience with seeing, because when you do politics and you don't want to do it in a populistic matter and in a sustainable matter, and you want to argue with evidence base and also you want to argue also holistically, things take a bit longer and if you want to do it right. And if you, you know, one of the reasons I got into politics is because I think that one of the biggest problems in politics is that too many times reputation and self-credit is put over human rights and solutions and not doing this is of utmost importance i think but it often doesn't benefits you so fast so you need patience uh, i think what changed what i have changed also due to the political involvement is seeing that many things aren't that easy as they seem from outside. Realizing this is, I think, something. And I think the personal development is immense in such a movement. Like, you know, it's ridiculous how many great, inspiring, talented people we have. So many skills I have, I learned from Walt. If it's also many, like... I was privileged that in my, especially in my old job, I was I was doing a lot of leadership seminars and, and leadership seminars and similar things, and also. But still, we have so much different opportunities also in like how we do critic, how we take criticism, how we deal with criticism, how to speak in public. Like there's so much. I think also having a having also more not res respect is the wrong word. I also respect before, but also seeing that some things are not that easy. 
and also realizing even more what happens wrong because there's a lot so <laughs> really there's a lot that goes wrong and realizing more often and being also more often honest to yourself or to myself not knowing the other perspective even though i think like i describe myself as a very empathic person i am but still i don't know everything and i think in the past also when you don't have with so many different persons always contact and with so many different perspectives sometimes i think that you know other perspectives but you actually don't and i think this is a, this is a thing where Walt plays a big role in because you have more more different as different perspectives sometimes and you have you realize even more as you work so much also in an organizational way like how much your perspective shifts when seeing it from another role or perspective and where you have also like how's it called when you turn to the right and you don't see everything somehow in your back happening blind spot where you have where you have your blind spot somehow on a different perspective, I was thinking of a, a moment that we also had together. It was just before the elections back then in 2019. It was in, the, in an evening and we were very motivated. And I still remember you brought in a perspective that I needed. I needed to hear because it was something around, hey, you were setting a very high goal in terms of, you know, Daniel, you came to me, Daniel. I think we 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 definitely need to get at least, and then you gave a number three or five MEPs into the parliament, right? And by then we like realistically we thought, hey, we'd be lucky if we get one. <laughs> But you had that standard, and it's I think exactly what you mean by these different perspectives, different approaches, and to balance this. Definitely, and I think that's a very good example of. And I learned back then also how different people deal with goals. Like I like to say, also like I like to have high goals. So I want to reach the moon, and if I just end up in the sky, I'm still happy. So maybe I'm mad a couple of hours, like at the election night, as I thought, dang it, I wanted to have three. So <laughs> why is Toby not uh, Toby and Bell also in Parliament now? Um, but then realizing, hey, that was actually super immense success we had like unimaginable looking back like how, how little people we were and how much we achieved so also realizing that sometimes with two setting too high goals that can go also wrong and for some it's also very pressury so balancing these perspectives out and also knowing that this helped you on the other side also yeah. learning for whom it doesn't help yeah. and who rather wants to have you know Another goals like yeah. yeah, got it. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, you also mentioned some. You that was like part of the census where you said something. Some things don't change or should not change with everything that's going on. Can can you say a bit more about that? What what would that be for you? I think the there are certain characteristics. I would say that like my colleague said one said one time to me. Oh, Christopher, I hope you keep your positivity when you go more into more into politics. And I think that that's something what is very much needed in politics. And I think that's what differs us also from some parties to not always just look at problems, but as challenges and give solutions. So I think this positivity is a very important thing to keep being on eye level with everybody, independently on the position that someone has. Like, 
I don't know when when being on a when being invited to to dinner or something, being still treating the persons bringing you your drink the same way you treat your the people you sit on the table with, and never changing this is is of very much importance. I think sure depending always in in society with who you talk you change your language a bit you take a bit more care or use more i don't know when you talk with management persons you use other language other wording maybe and then if you talk with someone else if i can yeah. interrupt chris here because i think this exactly what you said when i think of authenticity and all the talk about you know be authentic i think what you just said i, I think is most convincing for me about being authentic which is exactly this that be authentic don't Don't, you know, treat people differently because of their status or what, how much they can they can help you, the power they have, the influence that they could have on the topics that you're working on, which is sounds yeah I mean obvious but I mean we know, we we know right at least I can say for myself there is a pull that happens for you know away from that. And 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 sticking to to that belief, I think, is really important. Oh. Yes, and and I think there are as you did was a perfect description actually the pool, and it is similar then with the let's say the third third pillar, like the own like sticking also to the beliefs, like not in a dogmatic way. Like there are some things you have to reflect yourself and see. Okay, that maybe wasn't a good idea, but. As I said, for example, this strong belief putting human rights and solutions over reputation, keeping this, and that's also something in politics. There are a lot of pull factors that drag you to what do we need fast, this or that, and but to be in order to what voters will see it this way or that way. And looking how politics is done, and I mean seeing this now even more, like on the one hand side, um my job i work quite close to, to politics and public office somehow but like it's a bit intermediate role somehow between um, private sector public sector and pol politics and also seeing it in local politics as um part of the sports commission in cologne it's so much in the minds or so often it's priority how something is perceived instead of what something does and doing politics different is for me doing something that It's good for the cause and not necessarily for the reputation. It's also important. It's also important to do good things and talk about it in a proper way that people also know that you did something good. Super It's important. part of the game. Part of the game. It's yeah. part of the game. It's part of the game. But also play playing the game, but with your own strength. And the own strength is doing it differently. And keeping this is of utmost importance. So I think also this, and to connect it a little bit, It's very important to keep the first two things in order to keep the third one. Because you need, in the future, it's normal to, sometimes in management seminars, it's even been teach that you have to get another perspective when you are in another role. But you need this reflection also of someone not in this role to tell you, dude, you're doing wrong. And there's no balance seen from my perspective. And so like being in contact and, and keeping keeping these three things is, I think, utmost importance. Repeat the three things. One thing is always putting solutions in human rights over over reputation. That's one yeah. thing. Being on eye level with everybody. Yeah. And keeping positivity. 
yeah i would say that's the and and three is always a good number yeah <laughs> three sounds always... good the rhetorical <laughs> trickle also something i learned through voice thank you nico <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Chris, very practically speaking, um, I'm a big believer in habits and the power of habits. Any habits that you have that think uh, that you think serve you well in your involvement in politics? Many. I think that the I thought of this a long time. There are so many different kind of small habits. So I thought what describes it the best, and which where I don't want cannot highlight one specifically, but Kobe's book on the seven habits of highly effective people is very recommendable. And I think the seventh habit is sharpening the saw, like, and having somehow habits that support you in, I think it takes it a bit too far. Like he wants to make you read too much books that it's not relaxing anymore. <laughs> in general, the thought of thinking of, of small habits and routines that brings you in a position of being the best version of yourself. Because when you're not the best version of yourself or doesn't be always the best version but if you're not in good condition mentally or physically it's harder to contribute and and support others and also achieve what you want to achieve and this can be this are many things it's meditation it's sports it's it's time with my girlfriend it's time with friends it's setting the doing once in a while the flight mode in the phone especially on Sunday evenings, is a very important habit. <laughs> so, when it's possible. I know also in campaign times, it can be also depending on your role, that there are surely times you have to be always reachable. But yeah, let's say, um, you say in Germany, I'm not sure if the, the translation will fit very well, but uh, also sometimes celebrating the, the past when they come in a way also enjoying when there is a time where you don't have to do so much enjoying also success when you achieved something together and these are yeah quite small things and keeping this routine can be very individual for everybody and finding out um i don't know summer i was every morning before before work sitting on the balcony to read a book and have a coffee that was very helpful in winter it's a bit chilly and the motivation with darkness at uh, is a bit lower there so more meditation comes into play for example and finding this these things that make you feel better i think and give you energy i think i think recharging routines describes it uh, i think good yeah yeah okay recharging routines yes last question chris imagine you could put something on a billboard in front of uh, government and parliament seats around the world. Everybody who works in government, uh, parliament has to work, uh, buy it and seize it. What's the message that you would put on the billboard? Do it for the people, not for yourself. Chris, thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast. Uh, all the best for the next days uh, and weeks. Uh, uh, and thanks again. Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time.